Listener-supported KFUO invites you to listen live to our annual share It's your opportunity to show your support to KFUO. If you can't join us live, please prayerfully consider supporting us by calling 314-996-1518 and asking about our giving levels. You can also click the Give Now button on our webpage. share 2017, April 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Listening to Faith and Family, I'm Andy Bates. It is Monday, April 3rd. How do we welcome new neighbors? How do we welcome and care for our neighbors? Do we have a, a duty, a responsibility as Christians to care for our neighbors, particularly when uh, they come from a country or a culture about which we know very little? How do we care for them, and uh, how do we welcome them? What is our duty as Christians? Joining me in studio today, the Reverend Dr. Stanish Stanley with Christian Friends of New Americans. Stanish, welcome back to Faith and Family. Well, thank you very much for having me. And a uh, familiar voice that we haven't heard for a little bit here on KFUO, our friend Joni Harwell. Joni, welcome back. Thanks, Andy. Glad to be here. Glad to have you both in studio today talking about CFNA, Christian Friends of New Americans. Thanks to our underwriter, Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting Faith and Family. Find out more about them on our website, kfuo.org. Look for Concordia University, Wisconsin. Christian Friends of New Americans, uh, time for a little update on what's going on with CFNA. Stanish, what uh, Christian Friends of New Americans, an organization here in St. Louis, welcoming our neighbors. Tell me a little bit about the, the history of CFNA and your work. Well, thank you. Um, uh, as you, um, many of you might be knowing, uh, Christian Friends of New Americans uh, has been around for quite a while, especially in this present form, maybe um, uh, since 2006, but even prior to that, uh, it started with uh, work amongst the Bosnians who were coming into the St. Louis City area somewhere in the late 90s, early 2000s, and then moved over um, continuously to different groups because the refugees and the immigrants coming into the country or into St. Louis are so diverse. So uh, it moved into Nigerians, uh, Ethiopians, Liberians, Eritreans, Sierra Leoneans, um, and, and it has kind of gone through the entire spectrum over there. Uh, since 2006, um, uh, CFNA uh, has been operating off of um, uh, South Grand Boulevard um, uh, and uh, the Peace Center, the building where we work off of, has been able to kind of uh, get in touch with a lot of uh, refugees who are in the uh, area because that's where the International Institute, uh, which is the premier contract agency for uh, refugees here in St. Louis uh, from the U.S. government, they kind of bring them here. And so um, what has happened is that uh, we've uh, reached out to the Nepali people who have been coming in large numbers during the uh, late 2000, uh, 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 the opening decade of the 2000s. And... Um, uh, we've kind of had had success with them. Uh, they have moved into some of our Lutheran churches, like, for example, Ascension, Messiah, St. John's, Morgan Ford in the city of St. Louis. And uh, um, But we have continuously kind of served uh, irrespective of whether um, these people are Christian or whether they are Hindu or Muslim or whatever. And uh, uh, that's what God calls us to do. So Christian Friends of New Americans basically has uh, always kept its mission um, uh, very uh, solely focused on uh, the mandate that we receive in John chapter 15, verse 15 and 16. It is, uh, to sum up the entire thing, it is God calls us as friends. 
and he calls us to bear fruit and so uh, uh how do we as uh, friends bear fruit by touching our neighbor who are basically refugees and immigrants in in the city of st louis and that's what we've done um presently uh, to just update you we've uh, reached out to our syrian uh, refugees who have come in we have some around 60 or 70 syrian people who come to the peace center have been touched by it their kids come to the after school tutoring uh, families come for things like uh, esl english as second language driving esl and uh, also interestingly for heart to heart bible studies uh, the lwml bible studies that we have and even the health and wellness screening so um this is uh, exciting times for cfna of course it's challenging because it's a totally different group that we are dealing with and different uh, language not only language but also a muslim culture that we've got to encounter uh, but um, but we do the do so with uh, uh, with the confidence that god blesses uh, initiatives uh, that uh, go out in his name and uh, it is through our volunteers and uh, willing people who are listening for instance who are our donors and supporters that uh, that this work continues so cfna really cares for our neighbor in a variety of ways you mentioned uh, english language mm-hmm. uh, english as a second language and after school tutoring uh, uh what are some other ways that uh, cfna has in the past or, or presently serves the, the your neighbor mm mm-hmm. uh well uh, a lot of credit should go to um, uh, to our uh, founders and also to uh, people who have been uh, friends from the earliest beginnings of cfna uh, the buckmans come to mind definitely because they have been at the forefront of all this uh, dr allen buckman and mrs carol buckman and their friends uh, who are still kind of um, a big supporters of cfna and this ministry uh, but also they've kind of uh, set up these programs like um, um, like the uh, ones that i mentioned earlier um but all this has been done with the uh, with the an ear to listening uh, to what are the needs of the community and that's very important you cannot just go out there and do programs and expect people to come mm-hmm. in it's more about listening and we have uh, uh, in fact uh, they have been very good at um, making sure that uh, we have ministry facilitators who are basically uh, people with authenticity and credibility within the ethnic communities who are coming into cfna uh, who uh, are our listening boards as so to speak they kind of uh, bring in those voices of the needs of the community to us and then uh, we do the best we can with the limited resources that we have we are not an organization with lots of money or government funding or anything but it's very much driven by christian uh, christian service and and uh, donations and so uh, what has happened is that um, um Uh, some of the activities like whether it is uh, reaching out through the health and wellness screenings or welcome donation packages that we give out um these are some of the things that we've done and also continuous associations with various lutheran churches um for instance some of the ones that come to mind are the earliest ones like messiah christ memorial webster gardens uh Lutheran Church, Concordia uh, Kirkwood, a very big one too. Uh, now these are important churches. Those partnerships, uh, getting people to uh, from these congregations to volunteer and also mm-hmm. to touch the lives of people, uh, have been have been influential or impactful in uh, in serving uh, our new Americans at, at various stages of their needs. For instance, one that immediately comes to mind is furniture donations. now these donations are clothes or whatever comes from these churches from believers here in st louis lutheran as well as even beyond of this lutheran community the larger christian community and so um uh, those things have been have been put in place um with the intention and actually of uh, touching the lives of people um uh, as you said people in need 
touching families, um, even uh, our client families, and also through that, you know, uh, helping and strengthening our faith. Joni, why have you and others become a part of Christian Friends of New Americans and, and helped in serving our neighbors? Well, I think it's it's the same thing that Stanish said. It's it's people coming in need, and uh, as as Christ calls us to share our love with others and the way we can do that. And there are simple ways, you know, we don't have to say, oh my goodness, I've, I have to go over to that country or I have to understand them. Uh, <clears throat> I have to understand their, their background and everything. No, just go wherever you're called and serve. Some people work with English as a second language. Um, as Pastor Stanish said, some work with health and wellness. And, you know, what I've been amazed at, now they have driving classes. They're actually teaching these people how to be good drivers. But I think the key thing is here, what Pastor Stanish said, instead of um, we as Americans making up a program for people, they are listening to what the needs are. And the program is based on what the needs are, what their requests are. And I think that's such a key thing because that's also important to these people. They're saying, oh, these people are really interested in what my needs are. They're not telling me this is what you need to do. And I think, you know, one great way for me was I remember reading an article that was in one of the CFNA um, magazines and it talked about a gentleman was standing on the corner from another country by a light and he kept just watching the traffic go by and looking at the light until some people came along and the light turned green and they crossed the street and then he finally knew that's when he could cross the street. We don't think about that. You know, you think somebody comes from another country, they understand. Red means stop. Green means go, but they don't. Those are simple things. So that's why um, I enjoy seeing Stanish be part of it. I enjoy helping with some of the programs that I can help with um, in raising funds for CFNA because I do think it's a very important um, program that's going on here in St. Louis. It's an outreach to people from other countries, and it's showing them Christ's love in simple ways. Senish, you mentioned that the Peace Center operates in South Grand. Mm-hmm. Describe for me what the the neighborhood. Why is the South Grand area a good place for the Peace Center and um, the the great work of CFNA? Um, well, that's a good question. In fact, uh, many of the things, uh, see, uh, I come from India and I myself kind of am learning about South Grand. I've been very fortunate to stay with my American mom who's sitting here over here, Joni Harwell. Uh, they've been very kind to me and we stay in Clayton. And so I did not really realize the difference between Clayton and even South Grand for ma- for that matter. But now I do know. Uh, in fact, uh, it, ca- it is on the lower uh, income spectrum um, uh, of the city. There are pe- houses which are uh, not the greatest, but at the same time, uh, we do know that uh, people with low-income uh, housing also need uh, a place to live, and and so South Grand is that area where many families are trying their best uh, to make ends meet, to raise a family, and to have a better life. Um, in fact, the International Institute is just uh, maybe within two or three miles of the Peace Center, and uh, earlier it was even uh, uh, nearer to the Peace Center. 
and it's on South Grand. It's uh, now in the Arsenal area. Uh, but uh, the interesting thing is that most of the immigrants who come, or the uh, sorry, the um, refugees who are brought in by the International Institute are homed or housed in these areas uh, near around uh, the um, the peace center, the South Grand area. Um, and so it it is just the right place for the peace center for this um, uh, LCMS registered service organization CFNA to be uh, to reach out to these uh, immigrants and uh, refugees mainly. Um, for instance, the after school tutoring program that we have brings in all these kids and it makes it easier for uh, for us to kind of bring them to the peace center because they are so nearby. Uh, it makes it uh, possible for volunteers also to know uh, that, hey, there is this this place called South Grand, which is not the greatest, but still uh, it is an excellent place where uh, you can touch the lives of people and um, uh, and hopefully in the future uh, bring, in, uh, bring about those new Americans or those future Americans who will contribute to um, the, the greatness of America that uh, that is still alive and kicking, so uh, uh, so it is a, it is a great transformational need uh, in that community, and CFNA stands as uh, one of those centers where these things happen. Um, for instance, I should highlight uh, the SLU uh, um, University, uh, St. Louis University, brings in uh, students to the Peace Center and kind of interacts with their after-school tutoring kids because we are one of the, uh, their sites for uh, transform uh, for city transformation, and um, and and th that is precisely the reason why the Peace Center is in in a good location where um, um, the faith of um, of, um, of our believers can be put into action can influence, impact, and change community and probably South Grand and the South City uh, of Saint, uh, South Side of St. Saint, Louis City for the better. Joni, you look like you have something to add to that. Well, um, it, and as uh, Pastor Standish said, for the betterment of American society as well, these people are interested in coming and having freedom. Many of these people have suffered for many, many years in in their countries and in refugee camps, and they want to come. They don't want to come and pull down society. They see America as a place where they can live a better life, and many of them are just so thankful and so grateful, but you can't just leave them out there almost like they're floating on an island by themselves because they have to understand what our country is about and how things work in our country and then as pastor stanish said they become better citizens in the united states as well but i'd like pastor stanish to tell us a little bit about um the people who have i mean a number of people have joined our churches as a result people who were not christians before it's so exciting mm -hmm. oh, well thank you for making that note over there for for me to kind of add in uh yes we've had somewhere in the past at least in the past seven eight years we've had somewhere um uh, in the numbers of between 150 to 170 baptisms and confirmations coming from these communities um our our biggest uh, success has been with the nepali population they were loosely Hindu or some kind of Christian in the refugee camps, were not really sure of their identity and have moved over into the Lutheran churches. So Ascension Lutheran Church, uh, Messiah Lutheran Church, and St. John John's Morgan Ford, who are our partner congregations, um, um, uh, pick up uh, most of our Nepali crowd. Uh, we've also had successes with the African side of the population. Now that's a mixed group because we have Liberians, Sierra Leoneans, Ethiopians, and all of them in it. And uh, uh, they go to a Timothy Lutheran Church, our fourth partner congregation. So, um, so uh, uh, these congregations, of course, pick up our our uh, 
uh, our clientele, whoever goes through the uh, through our center and uh, and is willing to join a church. Um, but uh, here I should also mention that uh, uh, it is important to keep in mind that uh, the support that has been provided by other organizations, like say, as I said, Christ Memorial of Webster Gardens or uh, even Concordia Kirkwood, uh, another important one, the Lutheran Foundation, very, very vital and very significant in making these uh, these outreach opportunities possible and um, and um, uh, enabling these communities that are and people who are coming into the churches to feel at home and uh, to be a part of uh, a part of our faith family uh, is absolutely crucial and they, it can never be uh, cannot they can never be forgotten uh, that's very important for us how has how has this outreach through Christian Friends of New Americans shaped the the landscape of uh, South City churches and mm-hmm. and the uh, what uh, what a Lutheran church looks like in South right. City St. Louis these days? <laughs> um, and what does that that mean for uh, you know, this this gospel ministry in South City? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, to answer that question, uh, the best persons would be probably the church pastors like uh, sure. Pastor Matt Clark, mm-hmm. uh, who who does a wonderful program here uh, uh, at KFUO, um, and also pastors like uh, Pastor Bill Wilson, Pastor Rawl, and Pastor O'Kine, uh, and Pastor Danny. Uh, but uh, I, I I can say that uh, it is always. Um, uh, a learning experience uh, for Americans to welcome new Americans into their congregations because it's a cultural crossing point. And uh, there is this interaction which can have frictions, but also there is opportunity. And the great thing about these congregations is that they are willing to open uh, open up and, and allow these friends to come in and become a part of uh, their own faith family and, uh, and go together in this uh, walk of faith. Uh, uh, with a specific uh, uh, reply to specifically reply to how the churches look like, uh, well, I can give the example of Ascension. Uh, the Nepali population, which amounts to maybe 60, uh, 70 or eighty uh, Nepali people who are members at Ascension, uh, they also they gather together for the first Sunday when they have Holy Communion and they worship together with the with the American congregation at Ascension. Uh, but the other three Sundays they come together and worship at Nepali at uh, the peace center we have a small chapel over there and they use that as uh, as the worship in space um but it's all about a different way of uh, lutheran uh, lutheran worship it's more charismatic so to speak but uh, the theology is lutheran so it's an interesting uh, learning experience for uh, everybody involved yeah and i think that's really an interesting way to do it the fact that the nepalis worship at ascension one sunday and then they, because it's kind of a growing together, I think. The other three Sundays, they have their own service. But I, I can see that eventually they come together probably more in the future, especially maybe as you have another generation or whatever. But instead of forcing everyone together in one way, I think this is really a smart way that they're doing. Yet at other places, I think the Ethiopians and some of the others who worship at Timothy mm-hmm. worship there every Sunday, mm-hmm. but they may have their own service. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's kind Kind of learning that we can share things together while at the same time they may hold on to some of their ethnic background maybe their singing their hymns things like that 
but there's a coming together, a starting to learn. I'm, I'm sure it was very much the way it was when many of the Germans, my father, came over from Germany. I'm sure it was the same way back then. And then as the next generation was raised up, we, we came more together. But it was still a loving Christ, even though they may not have worshipped um, in the same dialect or whatever at that time. Sure. I, I mean, imagine that the, the language... The, the language in which we speak and mm-hmm. and, and even think <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that can can serve as a, a barrier to some so uh, mm-hmm. to to be able to um, as you mentioned Joni in future generations as as language becomes less of a barrier and and uh, we see you know subsequent generations that are more bilingual and uh, perhaps then eventually worshiping in in one language, mm-hmm. but even bilingual, I, I, I've seen some of and, and heard some of the bilingual uh, opportunities where they've gathered together at Ascension, and, and mm-hmm. uh, Pastor Clark has referenced mm-hmm. those as well from time to time, and the opportunities to gather around God's Word, receive His good gifts, uh, regardless of whatever language right. <laughs> they may mm-hmm. be using. Well, and I encourage people to visit these congregations. I know Stanish and I, actually before he became involved with CFNA, we went to see um, the baptisms mm-hmm. at Ascension. Lutheran Church, and he and I came out of there so excited to see these people from Nepal being baptized. What an exciting thing that was happening. So um, I encourage people to come to the churches, visit the congregations, and learn what is happening. But I want to, before we end this, because one of the main reasons we're here today is I want to encourage people who are listening today and tell your friends about it. Christian Friends of New Americans is having their third annual 5k run fun walk actually they're adding a 5k run to it this year it's a fun walk saturday may 6th at concordia seminary i'm doing the fun walk 5k doesn't sound like fun to me but the fun walk does sound like fun and uh it starts at nine well it starts at 10 o'clock you register at nine but you can register online if you go to cfna dash stl dot o-r-g slash walk w-a-l-k that's c-f-n-a dash s-t-l dot o-r-g slash w-a-l-k or you can call 314-517-8513 and we're really asking a lot of people to come out for this walk this is a way that you can help support cfna the cost is $10 per person or $25 for a family. It's not a cost. It's a donation that you're making. And um, if you register um, by before April 12th, you can actually order a T-shirt. It's $10. Um, and call before April 12th. That's 314-517-8513. I think you can even buy that t-shirt if you're not even walking, although we'd like to be there to walk with us too. But this is a great way to support this outreach ministry. And there will be people there from Christian Friends of New Americans. New Americans, is that correct, Pastor? 
That is correct. We will have um, many of our new American friends who will come and join the walk and also probably hopefully run, <laughs> especially the kids. <laughs> I, I, I believe they would at least give it a try. Uh, but over here, I should mention that uh, we, uh, we, are, we live in an age where uh, health and wellness is very important and many, many people are interested in that. But this is uh, health and wellness of our soul, of our faith and of our life. And uh, so um, um, uh, as Joni Andy was saying, uh, I also would uh, strongly urge and, and encourage each and every one uh, of our listeners to um, put out the word uh, out uh, in their churches to among their friends uh, to come out and support this uh, this uh, fun walk uh, it is a for CFNA fundraiser uh, even though this is a fundraiser it is always a friend raiser yes. and we want to raise awareness about this ministry and this uh, calling that God gives us to go out and share uh, the gospel message so for the for the health and wellness of our of our faith life uh, please come and join us and and participate in this uh, fun walk and 5k run if you're interested on it, may 6th it is wheelchair accessible too we wanted to let you know that so there's no reason not to come and participate <laughs> rain or shine saturday may 6th and uh let's see the uh, you check in registration at 9 a.m that morning start at 10 a.m uh-huh. find more information at cfna-stl.org slash walk and uh, come join joni and uh, reverend dr stanish stanley and other christian friends of new americans on at the concordia seminary campus here in st louis that's, is that right that is correct and i have to put in a word over here to say that uh, cfna is a place of uh, Christian volunteerism, and uh, I must uh, g- give a shout out or a, uh, or a word of thanks to our uh, committee, which kind of takes care of this uh, 5K run. Uh, especially our uh, main person, the person who heads up this committee, is not here, Mr. Harold Melzer, uh, but uh, he has been instrumental and he has worked uh, a lot in making uh, this thing happen and come together. And so, um, other members like Jacob Monke, Laura Brink, Diana Wolf from Webster Gardens, um, the Buckmans, of course, are always there. But uh, please come and join us and meet this team too, and uh, and uh, please encourage us. We want to know that yeah, you are part of our ministry too, and, and of this outreach. And CFNA can always use more volunteers too. Definitely. My guest today, Joni Harwell. Joni, thanks so much for coming back over today. Thank you, the Reverend Doctor Stanish Stanley. Thanks so much for sharing with us about CFNA today. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Coming up in just a little bit, it is National Volunteer Month. We'll learn more about that on the Messenger of Good News. Concordia University, Wisconsin and Mequon overlooks a half mile of beautiful Lake Michigan shoreline. CUW campus is located 15 miles north of Milwaukee with over 70 undergraduate majors, 28 graduate degree programs and doctorate programs in pharmacy, physical therapy, occupational therapy and nursing practice. CUW offers online learning and accelerated learning at one of nine Wisconsin centers and one in St. Louis. Traditional or accelerated education, CUW has the program for you. CUW.edu. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. A few states have legalized assisted suicide. To hear them tell it, there's no downside to these laws. They merely provide a peaceful death to those who no longer want to live. But there's more to the story. It turns out the drugs to kill these patients aren't as effective as hoped. Some are too harsh, burning mouths and throats to the point of screaming out in pain. The deaths of many others are stretched out for long periods of time, in one case over 30 hours. 
In a Dutch study, some physicians had to intervene and outright kill the patients with injections. Laws here don't require supervision by doctors, so when things go wrong, they're on their own. Who knows what's happening in America when the goal is intentional killing? For more information, visit our website at lifeissues.org. And stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. Hi, this is Rich Robertson, President and CEO of the Lutheran Church Extension Fund. Are you a rostered church worker with the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod? As a financial partner with the LCMS, we understand your unique calling and desire to stay focused on ministry, which is why you can look to us as a faithful partner when it comes to your financial needs. Our borrowing solutions allow rostered church workers and ministries to expand their spiritual work now and in the future. Learn more at www.lcef.org. Welcome back to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. Did you know that April is National Volunteer Month? Joining me in studio today, Maureen Lenz. She's the volunteer coordinator at the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod International Center. Maureen, welcome back to Faith and Family. Thank you for having me. April is Volunteer Month. Is that right? It is. Um, We are really very excited this year. Um, We have had 39 volunteers through Volunteer Connection serve at the Lutheran Church at the International Center. Um, They have volunteered over 1,787 hours in one year. Wow. And that's just one group Mm -hmm. of our volunteers. And so it's just so awesome to see how personally invested they are. Um, when you look at the financial savings, which is always an important factor, um, you know, they've, those volunteers have saved the Lutheran Church over 41,000. And again, this is just a small group of volunteers that, you know, mm-hmm. really are committed to their time here. And that's just here at the International Center. I mean, when you look at the, the church at large and the way that, that people serve in a variety of ways, giving up, uh, you know, giving of their time, it's, it's exponentially bigger. Oh, without a doubt. And I think that's really one of the important things today is to really be able to share with individuals who serve at the congregations how grateful we are because the individuals who serve are very, we're very reliant on people doing Mm -hmm. all the different tasks to make the church grow. Um, You know, we also have a lot of ministries here that um, are supported through our national and international ministries that, you know, serve in the U.S. as well as abroad. And again, we are, it just extends our reach that we wouldn't be able to do without the volunteer service. So again, we are so very grateful for all their efforts and and just to know that they are truly, truly appreciated. Well, tell me about some of the volunteers that serve here at the International Center. Sure. We have volunteers who come in on a regular basis. So weekly, they have different tasks they're assigned to different ministries. We try and connect them with their interests. So if they are very passionate about um, supporting mission missionaries in foreign countries, we can connect them with our international missions, or we can uh, connect them with our various Together in Mission or Senders programs. So we also do data entry. We do a lot of thank you phone calls to our donors just to really let them know that, you know, their their efforts make a big difference in us being able to do the work. Um 
you know, we do have other volunteers who come in on a monthly or quarterly basis. We have projects where we stuff mailings. Um, when you have over 6,000 uh, 6, congregations to send to, you know, that's <laughs> a lot of work. Sure. So our volunteers so joyfully give their time. Um, it's a great opportunity for them to get together and have fellowship and catch up on what's going on in their congregation and, uh, you know, just to be surrounded by people who have the same values and interests. I think, too, because they know that what they are doing is saving a staff some time to do other things. And I know that they find great purpose and great value in what they do. And as you pointed out, when they come to the IC to volunteer, not only are they coming in stuffing envelopes or preparing for a mailing, but there's there's fellowship that happens during that time as well. There are relationships that are built. They get to know one another, or maybe they're already friends before they come here to the IC to volunteer. But it's it, it's what seems like perhaps mundane tasks to some. Well. Yeah, maybe it is, but there's so much more to it than that. They than just this task of stuffing envelopes, which seems relatively simple. But when, as you said, when it's such a large stack of envelopes, <laughs> it takes a lot of hands, a lot of time. You know, the thing about coming, if you come with a group that you know, you you're continuing to invest in that group. But it is fascinating that when individuals come to serve we have people who maybe have lived in other states and and you find oh i've lived there too mm -hmm. and you know common people and and or my kids went to that same school there's a lot of really great connections that again continue to foster those relationships um, one of the other really nice things that i think that we offer to keep people engaged in and really um, help them feel further invested in their service here. We offer a fellowship every quarter. Um, we share different things from the different mission um, field. So in, for instance, we've done Skype where we've talked to missionaries in different countries, which how fascinating is that to get to learn about other cultures um, and also to get to learn about the new programming that we have here or um, what other opportunities other ministries have to offer. It's been kind of fun. We've had some of our volunteer connection volunteers um, take up opportunities to go on a Mercy Medical trip. So coming in, you, you, you have so many more opportunities that maybe you didn't know about. One of our volunteers um, was very interested in KFO and he had the opportunity to come and share his story. So mm -hmm. It's amazing what kind of opportunities open up through their service here. As they 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 get connected, they find a way to serve. What have you learned uh, about our volunteers? As as you know, they're they're getting connected, getting involved. You learn more about them. I, I'm sure one of the perhaps common threads among many of them is that they have the gift of time. That's one of the gifts they have is the, the, the time that they can come and spend some time here at the International Center and, and serve others. Absolutely. Um, again, I think that it's the one of the common threads. They all have the gift and, and values of faith. They are motivated to, to love and serve the Lord and to further the, their mission and their part, their role 
in furthering the mission of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. I think that they are all seeking to provide meaningful opportunities to be able to share their various talents and times mm-hmm. um, that you know we don't know that we need until the need arrives. Um, so I think that's kind of fun um, to see how things work. The other thing, I think a lot of people build a lot of relationships um, between staff and the volunteers. Um, it is very fun because I think the staff really look forward to the volunteers coming, not only for the help and assistance, but the camaraderie. Someone who's really invested in what they truly are passionate about. Uh, I think those are some of the, the unknown blessings mm-hmm. that kind of come about. Some of the uh, volunteers, many of the volunteers may uh, have the gift of time because they have retired. Absolutely. And so that means that, that they bring experience with them from previous careers and, and, uh, and vocations as well. What are some of the most unique skill sets that you've seen that have come to you as uh, volunteers with Volunteer Connection? Wow. This, is, this has been one of those fascinating opportunities for me. Um, we have been working on our worship library and who would have known that there was all different languages in that in the library and that we've been really very fortunate that many of the volunteers have had another language under their belts that <laughs> it was like, oh, I would never have known that. Um, you know, we've had people that are bringing experience from marketing. We have people that are teachers who have experience in curriculum and education. Um, you know, we have a lot of people who have been in computer, in computer jobs where they're like, can we streamline this process? Have you thought about this? Those kind of opportunities are valuable. Um, and I think that's one of the nice things about, you know, volunteering here is that that's kind of a thing that we embrace, you know, because again, there's so much to do. And if there's ways that we can kind of help streamline that process, we're all for finding out ways to do it better. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell me how one gets connected with Volunteer Connections, how they get connected with opportunities to serve as a volunteer here at the LCMS International Center. Well, if they would like to serve here at the International Center, they would call me. Uh, My number is 314-996-1629. Um, and what we would do is we would talk a little bit about what they're interested in doing, what their background is, and how they would like to serve. Um, we would learn a little bit more um, about, you know, their background as far as, well, I really love doing data entry, or I have this language. How could we use this skill? Or I'm very passionate about this particular area of the world. How can I, can, how can I help? Um, and, and so I think that is a, a very important thing is having a conversation because it's one thing to give of your time, but you really, it's so important to make sure it's a meaningful experience because you want to know that your time is well spent and that you're really going to have an impact on the, t- you know, on what you do. Can you give that phone number for us one more time Absolutely. for those who might like to come volunteer? It's 314-996-1629.
Very good. Maureen, it's always a pleasure to talk with you about volunteer opportunities through volunteer connections here at the LCMS International Center. And happy Volunteer Month as well. Yes. Well, thanks again to everybody who helps us because without you, there's many things that we would not be able to do. Much thanks to our volunteers. Maureen Lenz, Volunteer Coordinator for the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod International Center. Thanks so much for coming over and visiting with me today. Thank you again. Coming up in just a little bit, share 2017 just around the corner. We'll talk with uh, our friends, our team here at Worldwide KFUO about what you can expect with share 2017. This week on Issues Etc., we'll look forward to Palm Sunday with Dr. Carl Fikencher. We'll continue our series on Christian devotion, talking with Pastor Brian Wolfmiller about meditating on a biblical text, and we'll have Pastor Tom Baker lead us in a Sunday School lesson on the Passion of Christ. Issues Etc., live weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 on KFUO. Cross Defense, your weekly dose of knowing why you believe what you believe so that you will be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks for the hope that you have in the life, death, resurrection, and return of our Lord Jesus Christ. Join us on this journey into ultimate truth known as Christian dogmatics, that which is laid down for us to give a clear defense of our most holy faith. Mondays at 2 p.m. on Worldwide KFUO, underwritten by the Luther Academy. KFUO embracing today's technologies to bring the good news message of Christ to the world. Listening to Worldwide KFUO on the go with your smartphone doesn't mean you have to walk around with earbuds all day. You can Bluetooth or sync up to listen in your car while driving anywhere. There are many easy ways to listen to WorldwideKFUO.org. On the air, online, and on demand, the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO. What are all the things you witness online in a day? Cats playing piano, selfies on your feed, your friend's picture being turned into a nasty meme that's been shared 50 times, 51, 52. When someone's being bullied online, it's hard to know what to do. Now you can speak up with the witness emoji. It looks like an eye in a speech bubble, and it's in the symbol section near the clocks in your phone. You'll let the world know it isn't cool, and you'll let your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. Sherathon 2017 just around the corner in studio this morning to help me announce that and, and share mm-hmm. this exciting news with us. Our friends from KFUO team, <laughs> our friends, Mary Schmidt, manager for uh, development here at Worldwide KFUO. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, Andy. And our our host for Moments of Assurance and part of the, uh, the development team here at Worldwide KFUO, the Reverend Mark Hawkinson. 
Pastor Hawkinson, yes. good oh, morning. Yes. Oh, it is. Yeah, the microphone just uh, jumped up and down uh, on you there. Yes, the microphone took a dip and yes. we took a rise. Uh, so, you know, indeed. Well, good morning, all. Glad to have you yeah. in studio this morning. Are you getting pumped up and ready for Shareathon 2017? Once we get past Monday, I will be. Yeah. <laughs> it's Monday. It's, you know, uh, this is my seventh day working in a row, so I'm ready for a day off. <laughs> the, the question is, are you getting your your uh, your phone answering skills ready, you know, ready to answer those ringing phones on the first ring. Yeah. We're getting ready, there. Ready. We're excited. That's one of the, um, the fun things here at Share. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to be trained for that. I have a trainer <laughs> here. So is there, yes. is there a trick to that? You know, exactly at what moment you pick up the phone when it's ringing for the share uh, Whenever <laughs> the spirit moves you, I would guess. <laughs> That's one of the exciting things, though. The, the phone lines ringing, lighting up here at KFUO as a part of share I think and, also and hearing from our listeners. The bell. Yes, yes, yes. When we get to ring the bell. That's a tradition here at share The bell rings when we get a new day sponsor. Mm-hmm. Here on Sherathon, so that's a that's a fun tradition as part of Sherathon. Sherathon 2017. When is Sherathon 2017? Sherathon 2017 is April 20th through the 22nd, which is a Thursday, Friday, and a Saturday. We'll be on air all day Thursday, all day Friday, and up till noon on Saturday. And this is our our very large fundraiser of the year. This is the time when if you if you really believe what we're doing and, and getting that message out and you really want to help us continue, this is this is the time to really do it and help us. So. Now, Mark, you've been a part of Sherathon for for many years. You've been a part of KFUO since the eighties. Nineteen eighty seven. Nineteen eighty seven. That makes me an old guy. <laughs> but I don't feel old. And I'm trying not to look old, but my wife told me too late. <laughs> <laughs> why is why is a Sherathon and a, a part a key part of uh, of KFUO and the 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 work that the Lord has given us here? Because of the word engagement, I was thinking about this. What I like about the Sherathon is there's an engaging uh, that takes place. The uh, staff engages with one another in a way that perhaps they don't throughout the rest of the year. Uh, the uh, uh, engagement also with the listener takes place between the staff and the listener, and that's a little bit different. The volunteers come in, and we engage with the volunteers. And, of course, uh, I have to mention this as well, God engages with us. God himself engages with the listener, with the staff, with you, with me, with Mary, with everybody uh, through his holy word and pumps us up. You mentioned the, the, the phrase pump up. So I, I had to, to capitalize on that and gets everybody all excited about the ministry of worldwide KFUO. And, uh, you know, here's the deal. And I was thinking about this here, uh, thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, uh, I'm from the South. Okay, so give me a break. Uh, you know, we, you know that's uh, uh, somebody asks you how you are down South, you say peachy creamy. That's the big deal down there. So I don't know, <laughs> but uh, but here's the deal. Who knows how many people will be in heaven as a result of having heard the gospel of Jesus Christ over the airwaves on worldwide KFUO. Now in our 92nd year of broadcasting, we have never missed a day because of lack of funds. And thanks uh, be to God. Thanks be to God, and Mary can tell, tell you that we're not doing too badly right now, actually, uh, as I understand it. And uh, after Sherathon, we plan to be doing quite a bit even better. So uh, the key word is engagement. Everybody gets engaged with each other and with God. 
This is uh, work that the Lord has entrusted to uh, to not only the team here at KFUO, um, the, 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 the staff, but also those who partner with us so that we can carry out this, this gospel outreach of proclaiming the good news of Jesus, not just on AM850, but also on the internet in a number of ways, through live streaming, through podcasts and on-demand audio, a number of ways that, that KFUO brings this good news of Jesus around the world. We're very grateful for those who partner with us to, uh, to bring that good news. And it, it really does take a uh, well it, it takes the 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 talent the resources the support of uh, a, a large group of people and we're, we're very grateful for those many partners uh, Mary where do we find partners of worldwide KFUO are they just here in st. Louis we find them everywhere they are they're in st. Louis they're in the st. Louis area but they're also in states ranging all the way as far as the East Coast to the West Coast we have partners in various countries who have sent in gifts to us. Um, we have partners who give us $10. We have partners who give us quite a bit more, but there are quite a few individuals, groups, organizations, churches. Uh, it, the, the term partner isn't just one person. It can be one person, but it can also mean a group of people. And, and we are mm -hmm. really thankful for anyone who would like to partner with us because we want to we want to keep this mission going sure we have organizations of the week we have churches of the week this week is bethany lutheran church in fairview heights illinois they're the kfuo church of the week and and partnering with us uh to do that and and i've noticed uh some of the day sponsors are families uh who come together and uh give thanks to god for uh for a particular uh occasion in the family or a particular family member who uh who's entered mm -hmm. into eternity so families come together to serve as as day sponsors speaking of day sponsors let's talk about different levels um there are different levels that uh you know like increments or, or levels that for uh, that at which we recognize that that giving as well people can give at, at at any level what are those different levels um to help us understand a little bit more we do have different giving levels we have about five giving levels and of course you can give any gift you like but if you give at these levels you'll get a little gift from kfuo as a thank you our first level is at $120, and with that comes our KFUO flashlight. It's blue. It has our KFUO logo on it. Clips nicely onto your keychain. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> as, yeah, you're, it is. Yeah. as you were telling me earlier, that your son really enjoys that. <laughs> he, yes, we we get to do a little market research at in the Bates household <laughs> with some of these KFUO uh, <laughs> gifts. And so, yes, the the flashlight has been tested by our three year old, and uh, he is thoroughly impressed with it. So much so that I can no longer find it. <laughs> well, that's the, that defeats the purpose, Mandy. <laughs> I have mine on my keychain, and the other day I forgot to turn the porch light on. So it was helpful to find the door lock, you know? So, handy little thing that you yes. can clip on. Gary Duncan in studio with us this morning as well, executive director here at Worldwide KFU. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. And so uh, so $120 is uh, is that first Here's level? Okay. At mm -hmm. or Sorry, at $240, you'll receive our KFUO shirt. This year it's featured in Midnight Black with a, a slightly different logo than we normally have had, but it's a really nice one. It's in a cream color, and it looks very nice. At $480, you become a day sponsor, which is where you get to select a day of your choosing, so long as it's free or available. And uh, you get to have five uh, a message go out five times that day. For uh, A lot of people choose for anniversaries, uh, birthdays. Um, we've had people do day sponsors in honor of their grandchildren's baptism. We've had churches and organizations do 
a day sponsor as well to thank their pastor before. Um, so it's a very it's nice, a nice idea. It's a nice idea. <laughs> the next level is at 600. At this level, you'll get our KFUO cargo cooler bag. And that's kind of like a carrying lunch bag. It's insulated and it can hold cool objects. And uh, it's very nice and very portable and very easy to use. Now, it doesn't come stocked, does it? It does not come okay. stocked. Sorry about that one. <laughs> and then our, at our $1,200 level, you'll get our KFUO tumbler cup, which is a 20-ounce, very nice Himalayan-style cup. It's insulated, so it can hold hot or cold beverages and keep them hot and cold for a very long periods of time. Uh, we've had very good reviews of those that we've tested among the staff. So mm -hmm. Yes, yes, positive <laughs> reviews. I did not realize that was called a Himalayan-style cup. I don't know. I, that's, that's the term <laughs> that I keep thinking in my head for some reason, but it's, it's, a, it's a tumbler cup. It's, it is, yeah, and it's it's very nice. It's that um, the vacuum-insulated stainless steel, mm -hmm. and so literally you put like a cold beverage with ice in it in the morning, yeah. and you still have ice that afternoon in the mm -hmm. cup. It's, it's yeah. And it keeps coffee uh, keeps rather coffee hot. hot too, and, yes. and in the description, I have it here, it says it comes with a snap-on spill-resistant thumb slide lid. Wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, Very that's quite a, turn it upside down and that thumb slide lid will be, you know, keep the, any liquid from uh, coming out. And that's that's the goal of the whole thing, of course. Mm -hmm. Positive reviews uh, from the Bates family, by the way, on that one as well. Very nice, too. I like the design on it as well. Thank yeah. you. So those are the different levels at give, of giving in the past uh, for Sherathon. Um, we've had the opportunity to uh, for matching funds. Yes, this year we will also have a matching fund thanks to a very generous donor. We have about twenty thousand dollars in matching funds. So if you give a gift at any of those levels or above or below those levels, your gift will be matched up to that twenty thousand dollar mark. And I, I would like to take an opportunity right here to ask somebody who may have. Uh, been given great gifts from God to also call Mary and Mark if they would like to add to that matching fund. I'd like to see that matching fund. Uh, actually, I'd love to see it doubled. So if you have, if there, I know there's people out there that, that do have the funds, please pray about it. Think about what we do here at KFUO and call Mark and Mary and let them know that you would like to add uh, a, a gift to the matching fund. That way we could have that fund grow even larger than it is today. And we're very thankful for those who yes, have already are. who have already pledged their support of worldwide KFUO and the Lord's work here. Uh, Mark, earlier you mentioned that uh, the Sherathon is uh, is kind of a special time of engagement, especially among us as a staff and the, those who who partner with us. I, you know, the last few years that I've had the the privilege of being a part of of Sherathon, it, it's it's almost like a family reunion around here as we reconnect with uh, with almost guests, definitely most definitely with guests yeah. with listeners with with uh, those who support worldwide KFUO. Mm -hmm. It's um it, it's it's like a big family reunion in a sense. It is and. And uh, people get reacquainted, and mm -hmm. it's exciting to meet and greet them once again and say, how is uh, your mother-in-law? And, and, of course, if you can say that, you really have a good relationship there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, and so it's a time of fun, of fellowship, and uh, of um, thinking about what God has done. Because, you know, people will say, well, I want to get the KFUO flashlight, or I want to get the tumbler <laughs> cup, or I want to get that black shirt that looks like a clergy shirt. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, all i got to do is take my clergy shirt and put an embroidered thing on it and I'll have it, but no, that's okay. <laughs> no, it's very nice. I can't wait to wear it. I just haven't had a chance to wear it yet. But I was just thinking about this. People don't give to KFUO to get a premium. That's just a benefit. Mm -hmm. People give 
KFUO because of the big premium that God has given us in his son, Jesus Christ. That's the big premium. The big premium is that our sins are forgiven and that we have a straight shot to heaven and we're going to be there. And so is each listener who believes. So that's that's the big deal, is the, the big premium that we get through Christ. Sheriff on 2017 coming up. April 20th, 21st, and 22nd, and uh, lots of fun to be had during that time as well. My guests today, Mary Schmidt and Gary Duncan and the Reverend Mark Hawkinson. Thanks so much for being here this morning for Faith and Family and talking about Shareathon 2017. Thank, Thank you. you. Coming up in just a little bit, Thy Strong Word, right here on the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO. Listen to Faith and Family Monday through Friday at this time. Faith and Family is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is needed for Faith and Family to continue. Our address is 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can contact us on the web and download Faith and Family at KFUO.org.